You are listening to the India Chalo podcast. Where each episode we talk to a traveler from across the world about their journey across India. In an effort to give you our listener a sneak peek into what India has to offer for your next trip. Stay tuned. Hello everyone, namaste and welcome to a brand new episode of the India Chalo podcast. I'm your host Rohan. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'm so excited for you to listen to today's guests. For this episode I'm speaking with Saad and Namrata. Saad and Namrata are CAs by profession. They are based out of Mumbai and in their spare time they travel across India to try out the various food cultures we have here. And they post such amazing pictures of delicious mouth-watering food on their Instagram channel Dai Eating which I highly recommend you check out. For this episode I am speaking with Saad and Namrata about their trip to Gokarna, the land of culture, temples, food, people and so much more. We discuss how they explored the various beaches there, the different kinds of cuisines there, and how to go about exploring Gokarna the best possible way. Without much further ado, I bring you Saad and Namrata. Saad Namrata, welcome to the India Jolo podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much, Rohan. It's pleasure to be on the show. Hello, hello, Rohan. I'm Saad here. Uh, I'm good. and it's a pleasure to be here absolutely i've been i've been looking at your instagram profile for quite a while and it's making me violate the lockdown and go to places just to try out the food so it's uh, really great to have you guys here and uh, before we begin into discussing one of your trips why don't you tell our listeners how do you guys know each other in the first place namrata would you like to take that share all of that so basically we met each other in gmcs which is a course at the so basically we are cas so it's a 15 days course which every ca has to undergo we met each other there which was about like 3 years prior and that's how we started connecting okay so you both of you are cas okay great great yeah. and uh, i imagine both of you started uh, dieting tell us the story behind that how did that begin uh yeah so basically uh, both of us we love eating basically we love food so dieting just started like uh, we just wanted to be like something related to food we wanted to do and we we started it as an ho- as a hobby it's what matlab it was never planned like we'll have so many followers and like yeah, we'll yeah. be collaborating and stuff we yeah. just started it as our hobby out of just like uh, curiosity and then now like one and a half year down the line we have collaborated with around 40 45 partnerships some four five brands so it's going well it's fun basically that's really awesome so you started exploring food places and that led you to imagine traveling to various different places and trying different cuisines correct, so that's correct right. yeah so that's amazing so where was your first trip with dai eating outside of mumbai i imagine so we went to tarkali once and then uh, we went to gokarna yeah. recently Then okay. we have been to camps, which was uh, here, like uh, it was. I think Kopoli. I think it's it yeah, was around this Spain. area. Wow. Okay, that's great. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah really we have also been to Velas for the Turtle Festival, and that was also awesome. When was this? This was, I think, a year back. Okay, great. Uh, a year, great year and a half back. Okay, awesome. So I'll have to have you guys on another show to discuss that part of your trip. But for now, for today, uh, tell our listeners where you're taking us. 
So we'll so be please... taking you today to the land of the most pristine beach, which you can think of. It's a place called Gokarna. Wow. Okay, that's amazing. That's beautiful. I've heard so much about the beaches and everything else. So I can't wait to hear about your trip. Uh, tell us what took you to Gokarna. What made you decide to go there? So I am someone who loves to travel to different different kind of places and especially the ones which are unexplored. Yeah. Gokarna is one such kind of a place where it's just more than beautiful. It, it's very difficult to put something in words. It's just the experience one which gains once you go and visit out there. So I had seen some of the most beautiful pictures of this beach over Instagram and when I inquired I happened to knew that it was Gokarna. and okay. that's the time when i had decided that i would definitely like to go to this place and uh, i then started out looking out for some group who just was going to gokarna and i just planned it up out there so the okay. so this particular place is uh, it's a mixture hula, hula so generally we ask like if you are a beach baby or a orophile mm-hmm. so this place is just a combination of both of them it has beaches and it has beautiful hilly region as well Mm-hmm. Apart from that, it's also a hippie lifestyle. If you want to explore that, if you right, want to experience right, that place, right. it's just perfect fit. That's awesome. I think combination of everything in one place. Yeah. So basically, exactly. this is a like a main feature of Gokarna. You can say so. The beach is connected to like small small hillocks. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Like there, you can experience both beach as well as you can experience the trek. part of it that's awesome i think apart from the beaches which usually goa is known for or some other place gokarna has yeah. a different flavor to it so that's awesome correct and, and comparatively uh, if you see so it's like kind of un, like uh, the you know, like with time uh, the crowd is increasing over there also but then mm-hmm. like goa has i think reached that saturation point it's crowded and yeah, people definitely. often complain definitely. it's way too much crowd and everything but yeah. here there is not too much crowd and then it's chilled and everyone is in their own this thing <laughs> in their own it's basically world. a peaceful you know peaceful yeah. spot for chilling uh-huh. out and calming yourself uh-huh. okay we'll get into more details on that but uh, tell us you mentioned you were looking for a group and then you found it so was this a professional group you went with or was it friends Um, so this was a professional group known as Trekkers Tribe. Again, I found this group over Instagram itself. Okay. I went through their past couple of trips, and I went through the itinerary of the Gokarna, mm-hmm. which was kind of fitting into the time frame which I had, and hence I decided to why not try a new group. That's awesome. So you guys went with this group, and what time of the year uh, did you visit, and how was the weather there at that time? So we went in the month of Feb. Mm-hmm. The weather out here, it was like I would say warm and pleasant. Okay. It is a little like quite sunny in the daytime, but nighttime again it's very pleasant. Okay, that's good. So February, I think yeah, in the, the beginning of the year. The best time of the year, it's it's like I think from October to March you can visit any time. Okay. It's comparatively okay. like it's sunny in the day, but then at night it's pleasant and it's good. Like basically during the winter seasons, you can say. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay, that's great. So monsoon is generally the off season out here, and summers are like quite hot. So the best mm-hmm. time is generally this time frame which we have. Okay, also, I would it. say that if somebody who is into mythological side or somebody who is religious and wants to explore the religion out here, so the mm-hmm. festival of Mahashivratri is celebrated at a very grand level here. So there is a huge procession which uh, you know uh, carrying that uh, idol of uh, Lord Shiv, and they take this entire 
procession across the streets at Gokarna. So this festival is like very huge. Like what we have in Mumbai is Ganesh Chaturthi. It's for them it's right, Mahashivratri. Right. Okay. Okay. And what time does that happen in the in this time frame only which you mentioned October to March? It's generally in the month of March. March. Got it. Got it. Okay. That's great. So uh, take us to your itinerary. What would you recommend our listeners to do in Gokarna in terms of, let's say, food or places to visit, beaches to visit? Take us through your recommended itinerary. Sure. So we landed at Gokarna at around uh, early morning. Mm-hmm. So we had this couple of hours to just chill and relax ourselves uh, of this journey, train journey. And uh, we started our day, day one, with uh, covering two major spots, which was Yana Caves and Vibhuti Falls. Okay. I'll tell you about Yana Caves. So this is a very beautifully carved cave. It's magnificent. And uh, so Yana is a cleanest village of South India. And in India, it ranks at two after Maulong in uh, Meghalaya, which is the first cleanest village of India. Okay. Okay. This is the second one. So it's uh, composed of a limestone, which is like dark black in color. This okay. caves uh, prior to Gokarna, I had just seen in some TV or anything. I've never personally visited any such kind of a cave. Mm-hmm. They are so beautifully. Yeah, I think it's naturally formed. And if you see the photo, uh, you can like, it's very different from like a normal cave. If you see, okay. it's okay. completely different. Like uh, I was actually shocked to see it. Like, <laughs> what is this structure? Like it's huge. Wow. And okay. it's very different from like a normal cave. That's awesome. And I imagine if this is a natural beauty, there must be a lot of tour guides or uh, travelers flocking to this place. Yes, definitely. This is one of the tourist okay. spots where everybody who would like to... So apart from the uh, normal tourist who just likes to see the beauty out of it, there is also a legend out of here. So basically there is a cave temple also where it is believed that there was self-manifested lingos formed out here. Okay, wow. So it ha- so every place specifically in Gokarna has its own legendary mythological beliefs. Mm-hmm. So every place here is a cultural background. Okay, wow. Apart from beaches, I think every place. Okay, okay. So this this caves were generally it was a home to a demon called uh, Basma Asura in the times mm-hmm. of Ramayans, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So it's again long story. If I go there, I'll think we'll not be able to finish our Gokarna trip. So it's a very uh, beautiful okay. place okay. to visit. That's great. So you went to another place that day. So uh, before we jump on to the next place, so here, there are a couple of things which you need to keep in mind. So Yana Caves is uh, wherever you, you want to travel to Yana Caves, your vehicle will be parked at one particular point. Okay. Post which you will have to walk down to the caves where the vehicles are not allowed. So, you know, you need to be prepared to get some water bottles or snacks along with you. Apart mm-hmm. from that, it's going to be sunny. So caps are advised. Okay. Okay. Sure. And uh, are there any food places around there too? So near to the Yana Caves, there are some small food joints where you get the packed food, nothing uh, ready to made or something. All okay. packed food is available and mm-hmm. you can get some juice. So of course, Maggie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Maggie is available everywhere. So that's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Maggie and then the, like you get uh, Nimbu Pani and all to hydrate uh-huh. and that I think is needed because like yeah, definitely. a vehicle at one point and then you have to walk around, I think, two kilometers. Okay. So, and the second option is so if you want to like shorten your by uh, like your shorten your trek, uh, 
your hike basically it's not a trek it's like a hike so if you want to shorten that so there are two wheelers on higher available over there like how it's available in goa so oh, wow okay yellow, yellow plate you know yellow number plate activas are available mm-hmm. so even that you can take and that's available from the hotels or are they available more readily across gokarna so we didn't take it but exactly but i think if you can inquire with the hotels wherever you are put up they can arrange uh-huh. for it because there are like a lot of many matlab i was just googling about it there were many of the places where you can hire so you just call them and you will get it okay understood got it got it and also the skiana caves once you visit so you're not allowed to wear your uh, footwear inside since it has cave temple there's temple so the yeah. entire oh, okay. cave okay. you want to visit it will be barefooted so and there are tiny tiny pebbles and everything oh wow okay and how long does it take to visit uh, to complete the temple so it's a very unique place where a lot of time goes into picturing Mm-hmm. so it depends one you know like i would say it's generally about one and half hour to see entire caves and temple oh, wow. and picturing okay. and everything okay that's great yeah so that is about yana caves moving forward we went to vibhuti falls mm-hmm. so here also your vehicle will be parked at a particular level post which here there is no even activa possible you will have to walk down it's a basically a small hike which will go about like for around 20 25 minutes to reach okay. the waterfall okay. this also has a legendary background which is uh, forming like coming from yana caves so basically it is believed that the water here fall flows from the yana caves and that's why it is named as vibhuti falls so vibhuti basically means limestone which the yana caves were made from limestone oh wow and uh, i imagine if it must be close closer to yana caves um, vibhuti falls Yeah, it's it is around the 30 minutes drive. Okay, okay, got it. So you can uh, one can park their cars at Yana Caves and take their two wheelers to Vibhuti Falls as well. Uh, possible, yes, it is possible. Okay. But again, you will have to park your Activas also at one particular point because that's a kacha pakka road towards mm-hmm. the Vibhuti Falls, okay. and uh, so and that patch is like a like around half an hour. and uh, so there are also benches at regular intervals if someone is tired they can just chill around and rest mm-hmm. for some time the Got entire it. route towards vibhuti falls is very beautiful like it's surrounded with the lush green sayadri forest at the one end and the second end once you reach the vibhuti falls you will see a huge gigantic water flowing from the top with like you know uh, white water and it's it's beautiful the water was really nice there are a lot many head falls and fishes into the fall mm-hmm. and uh, uh, since the water at some point in the you know at the stretch of the waterfall where you people go inside the water somewhere yeah. it's deep and somewhere it's not so there are life jackets available for the people who cannot swim at a very okay. minuscule rate of around 50 or 100 bucks okay wow so people are allowed to swim there you saying yeah 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 yes. okay okay that's great and i think after that uh, small hike it's very refreshing to do that <laughs> highly recommended yeah, definitely. To. so i, I was planning yeah. not to go in the water but then seeing the water i couldn't resist and i just jumped off, jumped in the water <laughs> it must look also very pure at that point yeah yeah, yeah. So it's it, like yeah. crystal clear water and wow. uh, awesome. th- this waterfall is like uh, year round it flows it's not like awesome. dur- only during monsoon and all awesome yeah so after this tiring day uh, what did you do to chill out 
where did you go so once we were back at the stay where we were had put up yeah. uh, it was almost evening and uh, so we decided to go for a sunset to see how beautiful you know the sun reflecting yeah, at definitely. the beach to see that mesmerizing view so there was a small hillock near the kudle beach kudle beach okay okay where you can view this very stunning sunset so is, we went is, there is for this the a sunset. restaurant or you can just watch it on a beach it's a hillock it's not a restaurant it's just a tiny hill which is near to the kudle beach so that place is specifically known for uh, sunset kind so you can see sunset out this particular point wow that's awesome Yeah, and, and what here you you need like you can relax as in if you see there are people who come and just sit on the on on these rocks and mountains and then they just meditate just watching the sunset so okay, it's very okay. calm and peaceful over there that's awesome and uh, what would you recommend our listeners uh, where would they go for dinner after such a long long day or to try out gokarna's uh, local food Yeah, so there are many. I think cafes at the Kudle Beach. So mm-hmm. we were staying close to Kudle Beach. It was like walking distance from our stay. Okay. So uh, for dinner, uh, there are, there are many beaches at Kudle Beach with awesome music and all. So you just you just you can just go to that cafes to chill and then uh, maybe dance and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice. That's great. And, uh, cuisine per se, if you ask, so then there there are I think mix of everything because like there are many foreigners traveling over here, so there okay. there okay. are like mix of Portuguese cuisine, Israeli cuisine, and everything is available over here. Wow. Apart okay. from Indian cuisine. That's cool. I didn't so, know that. Okay. So this is one particular place where when it when I was there, it was like for me is it was that feeling that. Am I into the land of some other people because there were more foreigners around me yeah, rather than my yeah, Indian people yeah, around? Yeah. So it was that kind of a feeling. So it's it's a very hippie place because of that. And Kudle Beach in itself, it's like uh, they have lot many cafes and hammocks near to the beach. So this mm-hmm. beach is for somebody who just wants to, you know, either they can relax from the beach alone, see the water flowing, see the waves roaring, or if you want to experience a little bit of go out here, go any to the, go to any of the cafes. There are music, loud music going on. You can just tap your foot over those uh, music tunes. That's really awesome. I think you can easily spend more than half a day at Kudle Beach itself, and it's great that there's so many people of different cultures over here, which I didn't know. So thank you so much for that. And where would you where would you go the next day? Take us through your next yeah. day. So before like, we finish the first day, there are other places okay. which we have to go. Okay, go for it. So once we were uh, we were back from the sunset. uh it was uh, our uh, itinerary was prescribed to go and visit the gokarna market okay and uh, so in the gokarna market itself there is a mahabaleshwar temple so this particular temple gives gokarna its entirely different pilgrim tourist spot as well okay this, this and this is this, in the evening yes this is in the evening okay 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 So Mahabaleshwar Temple has its own significance. So it's it was built in like it's built in classical Dravidian architectural and stuff like mm-hmm. you know all that style old classic style. Wow. And okay. they are made from granite. So uh-huh. it's a it's basically a temple of Shivji. So like we have Shiv Temple in Kashi, which is in North India. This temple is in Dakshin Kashi. So it's basically the south part of that. So it's the Dakshin Kashi. It's known as that. Okay. Okay. 
and one thing to keep in mind if you plan to visit mahabaleshwar temple is that uh, you need to wear full length clothes like below knees or else you are not allowed into the temple oh wow okay and uh, how long does it take to uh, explore this temple fully is it like a big temple or is it uh... it's like a huge temple okay okay uh, it would take generally about an hour okay okay you go to see each and every you know like understand its archaeological importance and its mythological mm-hmm. importance so it's so this particular temple it's believed that there is a atmaling of shivji so basically it was uh, the again the legendary mythological part is it is believed that ravan had carried this ling from mount kailash which is in himalaya to gokarna at the, at those times for his mother okay 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 interesting and since and... then it is there and where it is worshiped by the people out there wow okay to this day for that Yes. Uh, particular. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. And that's why you... it is named Gokarna. I will tell you. So Gokarna basically mm-hmm. means it's a cow's ear. It sounds a little funny, but then Shivji was formed out of cow's ear as per the mythological uh-huh. right. belief. Right. Right. Yeah. And hence this place is called as Gokarna. Also, the shape of the Gokarna. It said that it's it's in a shape of a cow's ear, and hence the name is Gokarna. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. that's a that's a very interesting fact so uh, you mentioned in the temple uh, you had to wear uh, full length clothes apart from that is there anything that we need to keep in mind uh, so as not to offend the localites over there uh nothing about from that to visit the temple is just that also they have an option that if, even if you are uh, we- not wearing full length clothes mm-hmm. there is some cloth full length cloth which is available which you can buy from there if you want to visit so even okay, that option it. is available and just one more thing to keep in mind to visit the temple is about the timing so they have very specific timing as to when it is open and as to when it gets closed okay got it got it okay that's great So and there it, are apart it, from Mahabaleshwar temple there are few other temples of Ganesh ji just mm-hmm. new, just in the same vicinity like around a minutes walk That's cool okay and what are the things you can expect to come across in Gokarna market apart, apart from the temples So Gokarna market the experience of the market was a like a hippie shopping culture you will mm-hmm. find a lot of kurtas inscribed with om or something written in sanskrit uh-huh. a lot of harem pants loose dresses and all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. you also find a lot of antique jewelry out there the jewelry the all those ornaments were really cool and you find the bracelets and everything made out of rudraksh you okay. find those okay. things out there some handicrafts of uh, you know like embroidered handicrafts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all these things are very easily found in this markets but uh, one thing to keep in mind when you buying something don't forget to bargain out there okay yeah, they see tourists and they start quoting very high prices so yeah definitely yeah, yeah so yeah. there is a huge margin where you can uh, bargain uh-huh. so this was about the first day like after okay. we came from the market it was all about kudle beach yeah you can yeah. have uh, like chill at cafes in kudle beach and uh-huh. like so enjoy we the spent night our life night like yeah you spent your night at kudle beach okay that's great so take us through your itinerary for uh, the next day 
Yeah, so basically it's like the second day was all about beaches and the beach mm-hmm. trek which uh, I think they, it's it's a peculiarity of Gokarna like beaches and uh, hills are together so uh, like we this uh, full day was like beaches after beaches and mm-hmm. it was all like walking like we got off at one point and then we covered beaches through our trek and then on the last beach we had called our vehicle and then from there we left so basically we started with the belecon with belecon beach Okay. Uh, like we, uh, so you can drive to Belecon Beach, and it's not like exactly uh, like a beach beach. It's like uh, more uh, likely you can say like marine drive. Like there are rocks and everything. Uh, yeah. There are uh, yeah, like how there's there are rocks at the this uh, at marine drive. It's like mm-hmm. that. Wow. And then okay. you can like okay. picture yourself and all. And then from here, the beach trek starts. There's a trail which they have made. So then uh, like you have to just follow that trail. So it's a small trek, like 20, 25 minute treks. Uh, not very intense, but then obviously like with the sun, uh, you'll be gasping for breath. But then it's fun. So like 20, 25 minutes trek and then you reach Paradise Beach. And okay. like the name, it's actually a very serene beach and like very crystal clear water. And mm-hmm. there are not much people over here because like it's not accessible by uh, vehicle. Like you have to trek to come over here. So then uh, like naturally there are less people who trek and come all the way. So there's there's less crowd over here. It's a small beach and like very crystal clear water. And then mm-hmm. you can just take a dip uh, in that water and then just chill for a while. And then like uh, there there are fresh coconuts and pineapple available, like which the wow. localites okay. sell over there. Okay. So to beat the heat, you can just have that. And then uh, from there, we've moved on to the second beach, which was Half Moon Beach. So it's like a semicircle like uh, the name suggests half moon so there is like it's like a proper semicircle you uh, trek uh, and come to one end and then you chill on the beach and then from the other end you again begin your next leg of your trek so again half moon beach is like you can just chill over there and then there are some cafes uh, which you like you can have snacks and like just chill uh, in that uh, they have made like small small hutments and then uh, like just to stay away from the sun you can just sit over there enjoy the beach view and everything and then from there uh, it's again a trek to Om Beach so Om Beach is one of the very famous beach of Gokarna and it's like uh, shaped like Om so basically two semicircles connected together Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and this, the trek to Om Beach is very nice. So basically, uh, this Om shape, you cannot see from the land, obviously. So, but mm-hmm. when you trek, when you're coming from that, uh, from the south end, uh, like we trekked all the way to Om Beach. So, from the top, you can like see the Om shape, which after which the name of the beach is kept. Wow. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, we got down and, and if you see to your left, there is sea, so like, so it's like a typical experience, like a unique experience with when you're trekking and there's not valley besides you, there is water besides you. Wow! Like that if you if you look like down, you will directly yeah. fall into the Arabian Sea. So it's like that. 
very nice view and then we got down uh, at om beach and then we had lunch at om beach because uh, it was around i think 3 330 like we covered three four beaches uh-huh. and then uh-huh. we came to om beach yeah. so we uh, started from the south end of the beach there are many cafes over there mm-hmm. again like everything is available right from you can say like indian food to chinese to french to like all types of cuisines because mm-hmm. there is so many there are so many foreigners over here yeah, like if you yeah. see the om so the uh, south semicircle is fully dominated by foreign foreigner crowd and uh-huh. the upper part of uh, like om is all indians and that upper part is connected to the road so generally people come by their vehicle and then uh, like all the indian crowd it's in that area only and there are water sports uh, happening over there and the southern like the lower part of om beach is all foreigners and like uh, french cafes and everything and there are like foreigners chilling like uh, over here and it's a very nice beach so it's very like good experience basically that's also so, which is like it's one of its kind so basically yeah, imagine just uh, you are at a, any of the cafe where you're just mm-hmm. chilling around and suddenly it's a very beautiful beach with a lot of foreigners in and around people yes, are playing yes, people yes, are yeah, into their yeah. old world mm-hmm. and one most important thing about gokana that food out here is like really reasonable wow okay 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 reasonable in the sense how so reasonable i would tell uh, if you go for a lunch like uh-huh. uh, say for two person it would cost you around 300 350 wow that's i think budget travelers listening to this will be planning their trips right about now and uh, which which was your favorite cuisine among amongst them all you mentioned there were various uh, french portuguese uh, italian many other so which was your personal favorite So basically, we had tried their sizzlers and stuff. Uh, okay. So those were like really yum. And uh, so basically, we had ordered a mushroom sizzler, and I'm really not a fan of mushroom, but there the gravy and everything was just perfect. So we tried uh, South Indian food out there and continental. Both of them were like really, really amazing. It will not at all disappoint you. Coming back to the South Indian food, so the place where we had stayed was known as uh, Halfway Home Gokarna. Okay. So here we had tried all South Indian food. So my breakfast consisted of. of uh, medu vada idli and all those stuff yeah. we had banana buns so banana buns was this one peculiar dish which i had tried for the first time and i am a dire fan now it's it's just more than amazing it is basically made out of banana deep fried and yeah. it's little sweet in ta- taste but it's one of its kind and uh, wow. as i speak i already have a craving for it Yeah, even I'm listening to it and I'm having a craving, so I can imagine your predicament. Uh, so, uh, so you mentioned uh, Om Beach has various water sports, but are these water sports there in other beaches as well? And what kind of water sports are there? So no, water sports. Water sports are only there at uh, Om Beach because the other two beaches, again, as you know, it's not readily accessible to people. Okay. All those oh, okay. Uh, okay. water sports, sports you will find only in Om Beach, uh-huh. and water sports like who? What do you call it? Bike, wala jet ski. Jet ski. Ski right. and banana boat ride and 
like the general stuff which water sports like there are two three things which have there is no like uh, high fun to like uh, paragliding and uh, parasailing and all is not there snow uh, like scuba diving parasailing that all stuff is not there but basic like jet, jet ski banana boat ride and all that is all there that's awesome that's great so i think gokarna's yeah. beaches are like they have everything to offer they have Correct. good food yeah. they have water especially sports, like have... at om beach there were yeah. so so many foreigners uh, at the mm-hmm. lower end of the beach like and we started from there so it was like matlab uh, we were getting the vibe that it's not india beach like there were more foreigners yeah. than yeah. indians over yeah. there but then uh-huh. like we moved into the second part and there suddenly there are no foreigners and only indians over there oh, so wow. it's okay. like that okay it's like a major switch between that this thing That's great. And where did you stay in Gokarna? So we had stayed at this place known as Halfway Home. Uh-huh. It's basically they have this beautiful hammocks. It's a good place which is near to the Kudle Beach, and Kudle Beach is basically the epicenter of the Gokarna. So from right. there, my market, my other beach, everything is at very accessible uh, distance. Okay, got it. And how much did it cost you per night? So that was offering in and around like eighteen fifty for one day, which is including breakfast and dinner for two person. That's very reasonable. That's that's a good deal. So that's great. And how how long was your trip overall? So we had it for like what? Uh, three two days. Two days out there. Two uh, entire, entire days. Entire two days. Okay. Entire two days. The day we traveling. Yeah. So it's and, like fr- from Mumbai, if you see, so it's like uh-huh. a 13-14 hour, 13-14 uh, hour train journey. Wow. So we started okay. like okay. Friday afternoon, and then Saturday morning we were there. Sat uh, whole Saturday, whole Sunday we were there, and Sunday evening we left from there to reach Monday morning over here. But then, like we, like fell, like it was very hard. It was a little. this heartening i would say because i wanted one more extra day out there because while we were at the om beach we had a very little time to explore the entire om oh, beach okay okay and okay. i would given an option if i had an extra day which i was dying at that time that had i get that one extra day i would spend entirely on om beach going nowhere just chilling around at the om beach because of its beautiful crystal clear water lot many cafes along eat drink see the beach enjoy the beach sandy tours and stuff like that wow that sounds amazing and from what you've described i think this is a great option if someone is visiting south india for an extended weekend i think gokarna yeah, is one amazing place to cover it all Yeah. Like we had only Saturday Sunday, but given uh-huh. an extra day. Uh, so basically, like how the how the how this place is. So it shouldn't like we should like completely enjoy it like in a relaxed way. Like uh, on the second day, we felt like we have rushed through like covering everything. We had to cover everything and then like uh, go like catch our train back to Mumbai also. Mm-hmm. So like. uh with the beach trek and all like we hurried everything and then but it was fun nevertheless one more day would have been would have helped like yeah maybe next trip i guess you guys could yeah, uh maybe. try that now you mentioned that your hotel stay was quite reasonable from the budget you mentioned but for our listeners who are who are looking for uh, uh 
Some are looking for a luxury, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So there Those are, are uh, many resorts out there. Okay. Okay. Yes, there is. So there is a there is place called Gokarna International. There is Kudle Beach, Ocean Front. There is Swaswara. All these places are like really, really beautiful. And again, this luxury stays also is like not like very highly priced. They would cost you in and around like four five thousand a day. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And that's also still great luxury, great yeah, comfort. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. And to Just wrap up the one I- tip about the entire beach trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one, just one more thing before we wrap up entire thing. So for the people who are just in a you know like I don't go for a beach trek kind of a thing and you know, like for every beach, for every beach to trek around five minutes approximately. So it's and it's uh, I would say not very difficult, not very easy as well. It is awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for somebody who just don't want to trek, so there are uh, boats available which will take you from one beach to other beach. Oh wow! So okay. even that option okay. is available. So instead of and you can just be entirely in your comfort zone and travel all those weeks with the boat. And uh, how much does it cost these boats? Yeah, approximately it would cost around three fifty four hundred bucks for per for a person. Okay, that's good. And uh, it takes the about the same beach, like all three beaches. Okay, and it takes about the same time as a trek. to travel from one beach to another in a boat it'll take a little less time but then i think no, they just like uh, really take uh, like basically they take a detour and then give you give you a boat ride as well so time wise it will be the same effort wise it will be very much less okay got it got it so if i had to ask you what are the three places i absolutely shouldn't miss in gokarna what would your response be So one is I think Ubudi Falls. It would Falls. be the beach trek. It's a mm-hmm. serene experience. Okay. And one of a kind experience, basically not uh-huh. like not uh, like uh, like beaches and mountains. It's uh, not everywhere. So mm-hmm. so that beach trek, then Ubudi Falls are very nice. Mm-hmm. And I think third will be I think Om Beach because Om, Om Beach. Beach Yana Caves. Yeah. Yeah. Yana Caves, I think, for no, the culture so as well. Yeah. So basically, beach trip, yeah. Yana Caves, and Vibhuti Falls. Uh huh. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, any last uh, word of advice for travelers visiting Gokarna that they should keep in mind? Don't forget to carry your caps and sunscreen because it's going to be really sunny during the day times. Mm-hmm. If you want to visit Mahabaleshwar Temple, don't forget to carry a dress which is full knee length. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you are the one who want to experience the beach trek, don't forget to carry a very comfortable piece of uh, footwear or shoes or whatever. Okay, awesome. So that's great. I think we we've covered a lot. Gokarna has to offer in terms of the culture, the beaches, the markets, the temples. So there's a lot clearly to do in Gokarna. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Saad and Namrata, for coming on the show. And thanks, thanks. where can lis- Thank listeners you. keep track of your adventures going forward? Yeah, yeah. so we have this this inter- Instagram page. So uh-huh. it's at Die Eating Eighteen, okay. Die Eating as in D I E E A T I N G, eighteen one eight, indicating the year in which we started. So uh-huh. it's Die Eating Eighteen, and it's all about food. And we believe that we shouldn't die. Di- uh, we shouldn't do dieting. We should die eating. <laughs> 
Wow, that's a that's a great so, that's a great slogan, definitely. Yeah. And I can personally vouch for their channel, and it's I've seen it. It's absolutely amazing, and it'll make you just plan your next trip to wherever they're going next. So highly recommend you check them out. And this is a question I ask all my guests, Sadar Nabrata. Uh, now we are in the middle of lockdown, but uh, it might be meaningless to ask this question. But where are you planning your next trip if the lockdown ends anytime soon? Where will you go next? I had actually planned for Hampi, which is again in Karnataka. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then because of this lockdown and because of this Corona fear, mm-hmm. that plan didn't happen. But let's see. what future awaits that's great we'll we look forward to following your adventures there and uh, thank you so much sadh and amrita again for joining the india cholo podcast it was really exciting to talk to you and learn about your trip and uh, look forward thank to you seeing so you again thank you thank you rohan it was a pleasure so to join thanks guys thank you If you enjoyed my conversation with Saad and Namrata and want to listen to more such episodes from the show do subscribe to our channel we are on Spotify Castbox iTunes or wherever else you listen to the show we'd also love to get to know you better get to know about your travel experiences in India do give us a shout out on Instagram we are at indiachalo on Instagram you can also email us with a question at hello@indiachalo.in We'll so look forward to hearing from you and stay tuned for our next episode.